Hello, thank you for downloading this podcast from Teacher. I'm Jo Herb. Welcome to episode four in our Global Education podcast series. This month I'm talking with John Burns, Director of Creativity and Innovation at the International School Services about his work with the Sheku International School to showcase teaching and learning via social media. The initiative has been such a success that the Chinese school's Twitter hashtag received in the region of 20 million exposures last year and even caught the attention of Banksy. John, it's great to have you on the podcast. Um, you spent three years at Sheku International School as Director of Learning and Innovation there. So, first of all, can you give listeners a bit of background about the school itself? Yeah, no worries. Um, so, we're an international school in uh, Shenzhen in China, so about an hour's drive from Hong Kong. And currently, we've got about 800 students. And we basically uh, serve the expat community. Uh, so, we have a mix of American, Korean, uh, British, German, French, and other students that attend the school. Um, and we're an IB school, so you might be familiar with the International Baccalaureate, which is pretty much the staple um, program in a lot of international schools around the world. Mm-hmm. Now I mentioned your role there, Director of Learning Innovation. One of the things you were heavily involved in uh, was boosting the social media presence, I guess, or those social media connections for SIS. Um, what does that mean, or what did it mean for you, and what did you want to achieve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. Um, fundamentally, we wanted to deprivatize great teaching and learning. You know, if something great is happening in a year two classroom, it shouldn't be a secret to the classroom next door. It shouldn't be a secret to the middle school, and certainly shouldn't be a secret to, to the principals and others. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to find a way that we could get teachers actively discussing and sharing the practice in their rooms. And so we saw a Twitter hashtag as being a really good uh, medium for that. Um, and so what we have as a result is this, you know, this organic community of people constantly sharing practice via the hashtag SISRocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just Twitter alone, not Facebook or other channels. Uh, was, was, what, what was the decision behind that? Yeah, I think that, you know, there's naturally this affinity with Twitter, uh, or for educators to have this affinity with Twitter. And um, we just saw it as a really easy way uh, to share what was going on through a hashtag. Um, Facebook is useful uh, for other purposes. Facebook's fantastic for engaging a parent community. Mm-hmm. It's awesome for closed groups. But we wanted this one to be as open as we could, uh, as we could make it. And so we saw Twitter as being a good match in that instance. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure there are some educators and school leaders listening out there who would feel a little bit apprehensive, if you like, about doing the same thing. So can you walk us through some of the practicalities involved, so things to think about before setting up an account, um, who runs it in the school, and some of the pitfalls? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And you do want to mitigate risk. You know, Things can go wrong. Uh, when you've got a large community of people engaging with social media. But we didn't see it as outweighing the potential benefits uh, of what we could um, uh, have within our school. Um, I guess you know, the first thing for us was we wanted to identify in the school the types of great practice that we valued. So you know, the coalface of, of teaching and learning, what was the type of pedagogy that we really valued? And so our learning coaches in the school went out and then actively started capturing that. So simple photos, simple videos, uh, little quotes from the teachers engaging, and then started using that hashtag SIS rocks rather than a school um, Twitter account. And so we started down that path and sort of showcased the great types of practice we wanted to see. Um, 
from there, then we sort of offered professional learning. So we um, had teachers, if they wanted to, as all voluntary, uh, come in and learn. You know how to best engage with Twitter. What are the types of great things we want to see shared via Twitter, and what are some of the things maybe you don't want to share, particularly given our context uh, in China. And then we built off that. So you know, we talked about retweets and endorsements and favourites, um, and then slowly and slowly we attracted more teachers uh, to join that group. And to the point now where probably about three quarters of the staff at Sheko International School. Uh, are engaging with that hashtag, uh, which is phenomenal. It, you know, I think last year they saw in the order of 20 million uh, exposures to what was occurring in the school through the use of that hashtag. Wow. So actually, the practicality of who runs it doesn't fall. You know, is not an issue in this case, is it? Because you've done it where people dip in and out, and it's actually through the hashtag rather than mm -hmm. an account itself. Yeah. 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 Precisely. So it's completely decentralised. And, and that does you know, pose some risks. You know, what if someone posts something inappropriate? Um, what if someone from outside the school does that? Um, and you know, largely in the last three years, we just haven't seen that. It just really hasn't been an issue. Um, and I guess because of the positive way the learning coaches approached it, the leadership approached it, and really documenting and, and showcasing these are the types of things we want to see uh, in that space. So you know, we see discussions around teaching and learning, we see discussions around passion projects and, and, and genius hour type thing, uh, things. We've seen a change to our recruiting landscape where teachers who are potentially um, vetting the school or want to come here are talking to staff and, and engaging uh, with staff before they arrive. And there are some students involved in what, uh, as well and we'd like to see more of that. Whenever a student enrolls in our school, uh, we have a media release so the parents are aware that we might use their pictures and images in their school blogs. We might use them in their yearbook, which is an iBook that goes onto the iBook store. Uh, we might use them in Twitter. And parents can, can opt in or out of all of those. Um, across the school, I'd say there's probably only three or four students that uh, we have off those lists. And teachers in those classrooms are highly aware of that. So they know, you know if I'm going to post anything to Twitter or I'm going to post a video to YouTube, then these students can't be included in that. Mm -hmm. And what about access to that? It's open access, isn't it? Um, do you find that the parents engage on Twitter? Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little trickier in our context with the parent community because we are in China and some access to social media uh, is a little bit more difficult. But we do have some parents engaging. Um, primarily for SIS though, it was about you know, that community of practice, great teaching and learning at the forefront and a, a constant discussion around what that actually looks like. Now you've mentioned uh, some of the benefits there, including recruitment. Um, what are some of the other plus points? I understand it's led to more collaboration. Yeah, yeah, it's been really quite interesting. So we've seen um, vertical collaboration occur in the school now, and it was and it was quite organic. So sort of an art initiative and a science initiative between the elementary school, the middle school, and the high school, where there are kids PK12 working together and learning together in a probably more an authentic way than happens. Uh, sometimes traditionally in the classroom. You know, we've seen marketing benefits of the school. Like the school's profile has risen dramatically because of this exposure via Twitter. And so that has helped with recruiting in some regards and also with our enrollment and, and you know, really just uh, boosting the profile of the school. And we've loved something that's only uh, recently started emerging is the connections with professionals. So you know, there's been some fantastic moments where artists like Banksy have liked some of the work that's been posted online uh, from our elementary school art teachers, uh, and these other collaborations that have that have happened that you know normally you wouldn't uh, have exposure to, or students would just never experience in a traditional classroom setting. That's all from this episode of Global Education. John Burns, thanks for talking to us today, and good luck with your new role at the International School Services. 
No worries. Thanks, Jay. For more information about this podcast and to access other articles and videos, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au or join our community on social media via Facebook and Twitter.